My father passed away at 12.20am on the 9th of October 2001. Before he left, he summoned me to his bedside about six weeks before my second child was due to be born. He told me that he knew that I was having a daughter, but that sadly he wouldn't be there to see her born. He was adamant that I couldn't ask him how he knew. I was filled with emotion, surprised that he knew I was having a girl. We'd been keeping that a secret for another reason. What I remember most, I think, was my disbelief. He didn't look sick enough to tell me he wasn't going to be around in six weeks' time. And I told him I couldn't, I wouldn't believe him. You see, I adored my dad. He was my knight in shining armour. And even though his armour was a little battle-worn, he had sired six daughters and two sons during a 41-year marriage with my mum. Sadly, the beginning of his end started on the morning of my 33rd birthday. It was the middle of the morning and he was meant to have left the hospital early with my mum and my brother. They were going to travel halfway to my older brother's home. For some reason, my mum and my brother had been running late. The hand of fate, as I like to think. For if he had been on the road when his left lung collapsed that morning, he would have died. And none of us would have been able to say our goodbyes. I remember sitting atop my kitchen bench, my legs swinging, like a little girl waiting for her daddy to call and wish her happy birthday. Mind you, the fact that I was heavily pregnant meant that the climb onto the kitchen bench was perhaps not as dignified as I would have liked to have seen that climb be. When the phone rang, I snatched it up laughing and I said, It's about time you remembered to call me Papa Bear. The voice on the other end of the phone, however, wasn't my dad's. It was actually a, a sister from the critical care unit at the hospital. And she said, I'm actually looking for your mum. I was taken aback and responded, well, she should already be there. They were meant to leave earlier this morning. What's wrong? I still recall the emotion in her voice. And at that stage, my own inability to breathe. As she said, I'm so sorry to have to tell you this way. But your father's left lung collapsed at breakfast this morning and he's only just regained consciousness to tell us your phone number. I was pretty annoyed about that because in actual fact, my sister and I had both left our phone numbers because we were the ones living closest to the hospital and uh, they didn't even look at the charts or realise perhaps that those numbers were there. Anyway, I told her that I'd locate my mum and that I would be in to see my dad immediately thereafter and I asked her to make sure he knew I was on my way, that I was coming to his bedside. I quickly rang my sister Annie and she said mum and my brother should be pulling up at the front of my house right now. And she said I'm getting in the car, I'm coming to ring the others and drive safely. So I rang my other siblings to let them know what was going on and then I walked to the front door and she was right. My mum was out of the car. She was walking briskly across the road and I'll never forget the smile on her face. She was happy to be on her way home. She didn't like being away from her home for long periods of time. 
My brother, whom I love so dearly, was standing next to his car, smoking a cigarette, and I called out to him, watching my mum in my peripheral vision, as I said, put your cigarette out and come inside, please. Mum stopped walking and said, what is it? What's happened? I said, please come inside, both of you. My brother started walking across the road and as they came through the door, I said, sit down, mum. She refused, her voice a little frightened, a little angry, and so I told them both what had happened. My mother's reaction at the time was quite painful to hear. She suggested that they should just put him down. No, I was gutted. And I told her, don't you ever, ever speak about my father like that again. She went on to explain, he's... He's in so much pain. He doesn't deserve all of this pain. I knew then that it was not meant as it had sounded and I hugged her, telling her that he would be all right, praying that he would be okay. Although in my heart, I knew this may not be the case. From there, we all rushed to the hospital and I remember the nurse telling us when she first came out, your father has been repeating the same thing over and over since he regained consciousness. We all asked, of course, what? What's he been saying? And she told us, I've seen mum. I've seen dad. I'm ready to go now. But I told them I just wanted to say one last happy birthday to my daughter. My birthday is the 6th of October. My parents' wedding anniversary was the 8th of October. And my dad held on. He refused to die on their wedding anniversary and he told me, I simply won't do that to your mother. He died at 12.20am on the 9th of October and left behind a little girl who sat at her father's graveside and said, I can't believe this is goodbye, Papa Bear. That little girl was 33 years old and 20 years on. I still miss him every single day. My beautiful daughter Jasmine was born on Friday the 26th of October and you had better believe that he was there for her birth. But that is another story.